Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Back Channel Podcast. Real cats talking about real things in real time. We have another installment of our NFL preview. This time we're going with the NFC Beast. It's really the least, but I'm outnumbered here. But <laughs> hell no. Oh, hell no. All right. I'll take personal offense to that. As usual, as usual, I have my... We have Hollywood's own Calvin from 227. We, you know him as Represent. But we have a treat. We have yet again dipped into the greatest resource pool from the greatest online sports group, the Sports Perspective. We have Matthew the Commish Collins. Yeah. And we got Jerry Hype Williams Trail. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> and we got Patrick the Ghanaian Prince. <laughs> Who left the gate open? <laughs> All right, fellas. Hey, man, look, before we start, I mean, thank you guys for joining us because uh, I'm sure you guys could be doing something different right now. And um, spending it here with us, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be ignorant, so I'm going to have a good time. So, uh, that being said, we without further ado, we're going to jump straight into it. Commish, first up with the New York football giant. The G-Man. So, key additions for, uh, for the New York football giants, um, I think. Obviously, uh, I'm gonna start with with the draft. Um, obviously, with with the first pick, Andrew Andrew Thomas, coming from Georgia, um, one of the hog mollies, as Gellerman likes to uh, call his uh, his big guys up front. Um, I I honestly wanted Isaiah Simmons from Clemson, but you know after uh, reading up on Thomas, I, I thought you know that was a a big pick for him. Um, I know he wants he wants big guys up front, um, and I know he followed that up um, later in the draft with Matt Parrott. I may be UConn, another big guy that I think that will uh, that should that should be a starter for them. Um, and then with their safety, uh, Xavier McKinney from. From Alabama, I think he's going to be, um, you know, versatile player. to help out Jabril Peppers um, as the other safety, you know. So I think with you know with the draft, uh, you know, as much as I, I'm not a big fan of Gettleman, I think he did a solid, a solid job with the draft. Um, I think with the other additions going to the free agents, uh, Blake Martinez. Linebacker Giants. Uh, I, I can't remember the last time Giants had a had a decent linebacker, um, and I don't know if Blake Martinez is that guy. But you know he's been solid with with the Packers. So um, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully his his experience on the Packers will you know will help that core out. Um, another defensive back that they. That they got through uh, free agents was uh, James Bradbury, um, another defensive back. I think grade-wise, he may have had a, I guess, a slightly lower grade, but I know he he was going against Julio Jones and and Mike Evans uh, twice a year. So, you know, any defensive back going against those two, you know, he probably won't have a high grade, but. Um, but I, I think what that's what the Giants need. I mean, they need help everything on, on defense. Um, and another free agent was uh, Deion Lewis uh, runs back. You know, hopefully he can he can spell Saquon. Um, you know, every now and then I know Saquon will, will probably touch the ball. You know, almost every having someone like Deion Lewis. To back them up will uh, can only help them. Um, key losses with the Giants. I mean, uh, I mean, 
with a record that the Giants had last year, I, I don't really know. Boulder hasn't been impressive to me. He's been okay, but you know, I, I know he's out uh, based on COVID. Um, Antoine Bethia, safety. I, I really wasn't a big fan of him on, on the safety. Um, Marcus Golden was, was an edge rusher. I, I can't remember the Giants even pressuring any quarterback last year, so I honestly don't think that's that's a key loss. Um, Mike Remmers, who's who's a tackle, I, I think, you know, Andrew Thomas, you know, who they draft could could step in for. As far as losing players, I I mean I, I really wasn't that worried. Um, I don't think they they really lost a lot. Um, they're a fairly young team, so um, you know. And also to add uh, key additions, I mean they have a whole new coaching staff. Um, you know, Joe Judge bringing in uh, Patrick Graham, and the defensive coordinator, and then Jason Garrett. Um, I know everyone knows who Jason Garrett is. Um, you know, I, I think. Judge bringing in these type of coaches, um, I, I think will will have the big impact on this season. But I think in the next, you know, the next few seasons, I think, you know, hopefully uh, with a young team, you know, they can, you know, they can gel. You know, this year will be a like who knows what's going to happen. Year two, year three is when I expect the Giants to, you know, at least make. Make some decent noise. Um, so, um, and I think prediction-wise, if if my man Evan Graham can can stay healthy, um, I, I think the Giants, you know, on the offensive side, can put up numbers. They, they can put up points against any team. I need Willianis on the front to to really improve from from last year on the on the front line. Um, I mean, right now, I, I have no idea what the Giants are going to be. Uh, I think the total wins, my guess, I, I'm thinking six, six wins. If everything goes right, if if they can, you know, you know, upset a few teams, may maybe get a win. Plus, um, trying to think who else. I, I know they play Tampa Bay. I think they're going to be pretty tough. I don't know if they could beat them, but, you know, if they could beat a team like that, you know, maybe scratch out two more wins and get eight and eight. I, I think that maybe would be the everything happening right for the Giants. But, my, you know, my guess is six and ten, the Giants, and see what happens with them. Cool. Good. I mean, that's, um, that's an objective fan when you walk in saying, hey, we're going to get six wins. I mean, I mean, listen. I, I, one thing, one thing I, I am not a homer, so I, there's no way I'm gonna guarantee they're making playoffs. That, that's not me. That's just they have a whole new coach staff. Daniel Jones, I, I like the kid. Um, you know, he has potential. Of, uh, you know, of, of leading this team at, at least, at least to the playoffs. You know, in his career, um, you know, several times. But you know, he, he's gonna work on. You know, handling that ball, which which I think with with Garrett coming in, I think that can only help him out. Um, so I mean, it, this team's fairly young, and you know, going against Dallas twice, you know, Philly twice, and you know, Washington will always put up a decent game against them. I you know, I just don't see them, you know, getting into that playoffs, but I do see them, you know, competing and you know, probably losing by. You know that that one possession or, or two possession, um, but I mean that's that's just how I am. I mean uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. So, but yeah. cool, cool, bro. I mean that's good because that's that's great because this is rec- this is being recorded. And we can <laughs> yes. oh, yes. hey, hey, listen. And I mean if I'm wrong and then they and they get into that playoffs, I mean. I don't mind being wrong about that. Oh, we, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna play this. Oh, but 
But I'll remember it though. Yeah. <laughs> if love me was wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Good stuff to miss. All right. We're going to roll over to uh, the Spike Lee at SP group. Uh, Jared, what you know about them Eagles? Okay. So the Philadelphia Eagles, the 2017 Super Bowl champs. Um, I say that I like to say that as much as I possibly can because it took us One about forty time. years. How many, <laughs> I know how many how many rings well, y'all got. Well, it's just it's one. About but, time. I, I, my, my point exactly. We it took us so long to win one. I have to bring it up every time. So it took us about forty years. So, um, so again, the 2017 World Champs. But mm. uh, let's just get right on to it. So, what do I think are our key additions? So, I don't know if you guys followed what the Eagles did offensively last year, but you know we were riddled with a lot of injuries. So, I like what um, Roseman did in, in the draft. <clears throat> he went in there and he got us a, spe- a speedster and Justin Rager, who I believe has an, uh, his dad played um, as well in the NFL. So, he's got a good NFL pedigree, but he's a speedster. Um, and the reason why I like him so much is because um, Deshaun Jackson worked so well um, with Carson Wentz when he first came to the Eagles. I feel like um, Rager could be that type of player for us um, as well. So I um, really like the kid. Um, hopefully he gets out there and does his thing, but you know we'll have to see. Um, also, another key addition that we had was Darius Slay. Um, we just, it was almost terrible watching um some of the games once we got up or once they got close because our seemed like our secondary would almost on cue give up a big play so i was glad that we chose to get a proven guy that was from detroit that had been to a couple of pro bowls um i think last year he graded out his lowest grade of his career but if you look at the tape i mean he still has the uh, physical tools to be a dominant corner in the league. So hopefully he'll shore up um, that Eagles secondary because we needed a lot of help there. Um, definitely, like I said, looking at the games last year is just kind of painful watching us get torn apart by teams that I really thought were inferior to us. So, um, so <clears throat> another key addition, well, I'm not sure if this is, I would really classify this as a, as a, as a addition. Um, Jason Peters, we allowed him to test the free agent market. Um, so we actually let him go for, for a couple of months where he tried to test his value out. And in doing that, you know, one of our biggest strengths, I think that people really don't talk about is the strength of our offensive line. And he was really the anchor of that for a lot of years to the point where he had our first round draft pick tackle that we drafted in 2019 he had him pretty much sitting bench because he just couldn't really get on the field so um he tested free agency and he ended up coming back to us which i really think is going to help us in the long term because i know you know doug peterson is known for passing but really i think where we really um cut our teeth is in the running game so he's going to move to guard when he comes back and Andre Dillard, which was our first-round draft pick in 2019, he's going to move out to um, the left tackle. And Jason Peters really just provides some insurance. So if Lillard doesn't, Dillard, excuse me, doesn't live up to you know his first-round billing, um, he can step in and, and take over for Dillard and be a good ins- insurance policy. Everywhere else on the offensive line, we're real solid. I like I like Lane Johnson. Um, I love Kelsey, of course. I mean, these are all. Um, just a fabulous line. I, I do not like the fact that um, Brooks, our all-pro guard, got hurt this offseason, but you know, I feel like we still have enough to be competitive and, and do what we do as a team, um, which I think is run the ball well. So um, Those are really my, in opinion, key additions. Now, we did have quite a few people leave, um, and I think the one of the most significant is Malcolm Jenkins, because you know, while our secondary was anemic, while we did give up a lot of big plays, uh, Malcolm Jenkins provided a lot of the leadership there, and he made a lot of big plays while he was there. But you know, when you get to be older and you're a veteran and uh, you want to get paid a certain amount, 
I mean, you got to go some elsewhere sometimes because we just weren't able to pay him more than seven million dollars, you know, at his age. So he left, and you know, it kind of leaves a hole at safety. But what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to fill that void with moving one of our DBs to safety, and we also drafted. Um, Excuse me, we also signed a couple of guys who were safeties and we drafted one as well. So I think between all those different moves, we'll hopefully have Malcolm Jenkins covered up. We'll see. Um, another, I think, uh, key loss for us, even though this guy gets a bad rap and rightfully so, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar um, is a guy that was a speedster for us. Um, he opened up the field. He made the field wider for Carson Wentz. Um, he knows he knows how to get open. Nelson's biggest problem is he just can't really catch the ball, you know. Um, and I think that um, his defection, hopefully, um, is going to be covered up by Justin Rager. But you know, still, I think that just having him out there and having the threat of him to be able to stretch the field at any time, I, I think we're going to miss that because there's about four or five plays last year that I think that if we would actually connect it with Nelson, that was the difference between us being 10 and six. And I think maybe um, 12 and four or 11 and five. So, um, <clears throat> so outside of that, I mean, you know, our core is pretty much still intact. Um, you know, I kind of feel like in terms of um, the guys that we have on the field, we're good enough, I think, to win um, the NFC beast, I believe it was referenced to earlier. Um, so I think in terms of our record, I think that we're probably going to be somewhere in the same range, 10 and 6 um, or 11 and 5. A, a fun fact that I like to point out about the Eagles and specifically Carson Wentz, you know, while he's been hurt a lot, I think when he's been on the field, he's been a great player for us. In 2017, you know, before he went down, I think that he was probably the unanimous pick for MVP. Um, and I think that last year he proved to the entire league that he could be that top tier quarterback um, by pretty much his team being decimated by injuries and um, him having no wide receivers to throw to. He pretty much carried the team on his back for about four games and got us into the playoffs. So um, a fun fact about him, like I was saying, was that I, I believe he's the only quarterback in NFL history to pass for 4,000 yards when not having a single re wide receiver having over 500 yards. So, wow. um, yeah, I, 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 I really, yeah. So I really think that the addition of Rager, I think, we, we added uh, Marquise from the 49ers, who I think was an underutilized guy out there um, to our to our skill sets. Um, we also have, um, of course, Deshaun Jackson coming back, but there's no telling um, how he's going to look after all that tread on his tires. So long story short, I'm feeling really good about this season. I feel that we can be competitive and hopefully be a playoff team i mean i think a super bowl team is just a dream of mine but i'm thinking that we'll at least win a playoff game or two this year so um so so just so i'm clear do, do y'all win the division yes i think we do win the division not because i think we're overly uh i think we're the best team but also i'm not overly confident about the rest of the division and i think the giants are kind of rebuilding i think that the cowboys it's like, yeah, it's 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 a new drama story every week. I feel like they're gonna find a way to self to implode, and I, I think the fourth team that we have is not even really team Team Washington. If Team Washington ends up losing or winning the NFC East, I'm done watching football. Watch out now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done watching Watch football. Out now. <laughs> oh man. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, you got Okay. Damn. Shots fired. Damn. Shots fired. Hype Williams came through here yeah. with gusto. I mean, you know. Oh. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> Your Majesty, uh, Prince of Zamunda, the <laughs> men. Holla, holla. Um, man, I hope you, man, you could hope. I hope you're ready because you just follow yeah, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know to see deep, deep, in depth. Uh, analysis. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, so, right. so we got to start from the top with the, the old uh, 
Daniel Snyder situation and then uh, go from there. And uh, But the the head coach, we got to look at River, Riverboat Ron Rivera versus uh, Jay Gruden. I think uh, Ron Rivera, as as it is right now, he's he's a more steady hand as opposed to what we had before. So, and I, I, I don't know. I, I got to ask the crowd, you know, um, based on what we've, based on what you've seen this offseason, we've been the team of the offseason, you know, uh, with the, with the several things going on, you know, with, with the change, with the change to the football team names, with the change, with the sexual harassment charges, all those things, uh, we, 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 we've kind of been up against it. Uh, I would say, you know, We've we've had a bad off season, like kind of like the Knicks, you know. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's been a Knicks kind of off. That's for another you know? podcast. Uh, but, but that was, yeah, no, it wasn't. I know, I know, I know. I thought we were the worst uh, franchise in in you know in the league or for all the North American football leagues, but but it is what it is. So, so basically, we, we we switched coaches. You know, Ron Rivera. He's more stoic. He's you know he's had this whole his whole uh, thing going on. Uh, we we switched uh, offensive coordinators. It's now Scott Turner, uh, son of North Turner, and uh, our defense coordinator is uh, Jack Del Rio. Uh, no relation to Vanessa. But I, I I did a little research on that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as we go, but okay. I, I think the biggest the biggest issue is the quarterback situation, as we all know. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, uh, are, are we gonna? Are, is he gonna be the starter this year? We've all seen the video of him working out. He looks like he's looked, lost a little bit of weight. Uh, Kyle Allen. Uh, they picked up from Carolina, and uh, also Alex Smith, who has he's he's the elephant in the room because he's um, you know he's actually been cleared for football activity. So 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 what are they going to do with those three quarterbacks? So that's going to be quite interesting. Uh, I was I was buoyed actually by you know I was like man Darius guys he's going to be this that the other he's fully healthy. And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! He's uh, uh, he's been cut from the team based on the fact that he put his hands around a woman's throat." Wow. So, <laughs> wow, yeah, we all know this. And so now, who's our number one running back? Adrian Lewis Peterson in his twentieth season. <laughs> ageless wonder. The ageless wonder. And Hold so. On. Was that? No, nah, I'm, I'm just making it up. He's he's on, but but oh. our, you know, he's, he's like, my boy. He's, he's my boy from my my college team. I'm not going to say the name specifically, but you know, um, there's, there's we have a few other running backs. We got like Bryce Love. He had like a two grand season from from uh, Stanford, you know, a few years ago, and then we have uh, you are the cats, you know. Just, just to put it in the mix, but you know, I, I, I would say the running back position. If, if we have to trust a guy like Adrian Peterson, then you know, there's problems there. Uh, a wide receiver, I would have to say, uh, a Gary's Ill- illegitimate son, uh, Terry McLaurin, <laughs> baller, yes, sir. <laughs> and then, and then. On the down low, we have uh, Steve Sims Jr., and he's going to – there's a lot of talk about him right now, and, and he's still in the mix and still in in, in, the, in that level. But uh, as I say, our, our key additions, right, of course, we, we – as, as a Redskins fan, we, we wanted to make the smart move, so – we had to go with uh, Chase Young out of Ohio State, the Ohio State. So he's a a, a young man. He, he fits the bill. He uh, has all the uh, 
the right uh, the right or all the right stuff. Uh, a guy you would from from Liberty, right? Liberty University, FBS. Antonio Gibson Grant Gandy. He's about uh, 6'4", 223. You know, the, he looks good, but we'll see what he's good, what he's about. Uh, key losses, right? Key losses include, uh, I would say there's n- no real ne- negligible key losses. Uh, but there are a couple of guys who I would say, personally, that I would like, I would love to, to do what they do. We a loss of uh, Case Keenum and Colt McCoy. Wow. <laughs> so 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 not gonna do a whole lot for your team. Uh, Chris Thompson, solid third down back. Oh, one of the big losses is uh, our boy Dominique Rogers Cromartie. <laughs> and I and I, I need one of y'all to sign him. Because we, we all know, <laughs> we all know he, he's got 12 kids and somebody needs to hire him as a coach, DB coach, something. Somebody needs to hire this fella. He's working in a daycare. Yeah. Or he needs to open a daycare. <laughs> he needs to do something. I need this fella employed, you know, and, and, and it's bothering me the whole time he's not employed. But, um, but yeah, so. So basically, uh, the, just the natural outlook of the team is is, is you've got like uh, a bunch of uh, what do you call it? Like like solid veterans. Like uh, so so so, the basics of the team is is like solid guys, and when our 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 real strength is that that defensive line. We we've drafted several defensive line guys and we need to push you know they they need to get to a level to where they need to push uh and get and get better or like when i when i look at our free agents there's nothing really spectacular that that i want to say oh you know like kyle allen peyton barber you know kendall fuller is our most paid free agents at the current moment from Kansas City, one guy who has a Super Bowl ring, which we drafted in the first place, you know. So, so it is what it is. So, but, but what I what I see is the most important piece is get is get Dwayne Haskins in the starting lineup, and we've all seen what he can do. You know, we've all seen the video. He's gotten a little tighter. You know, you, you can see the baby fat coming off of him. But I don't want to see a situation where he's in that RG3 situation with the Redskins. We've all seen that RG3 situation. And it didn't turn out right. Yeah. So, so yeah. But uh, the, the final outcome, I see... I would say five and eleven. Riverboat Ron, a couple extra wins. Dan Snyder, lack of interference, and I'm 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 interested to hear what you guys have to say. You think so? You think you last in the division? <laughs> we'll be right up there with the Giants. <laughs> 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 right up there. No comment. Right up there to the, end. <laughs> the irony, the irony of talking about right up there up with there. the Giants and being up last. there is really history. <laughs> my, my my thing is yeah. right. Um, we've had some draft picks: Sweat, Payne, Allen, and now Young. These are supposed to be the top of the NFL draft, and so. If if they can progress and make a move, then we'll make a move. True. And then when you add Riverboat Ron to me, a, a, a competent NFL coach, Riverboat Ron is not the best coach in the league, but he's a competent coach. But compared to what we had before, he's a big step up. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's been. <clears throat> 
man. I'm yeah, yeah. y'all got a lot going on. Definitely. Lot, yeah. I mean, I got a lot. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't mention the loss yeah. of Vernon Davis. Yeah, we, we, well, yeah. Because I mean, say what you want to. Uh, you, an unproven quarterback, I mean, tight end, is this Jordan good. Reed walked too. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. He, well, he had to because he was he was getting knocked out. Yeah, he's a walking concussion, man. I didn't even mention Trent Williams because he didn't play last season. There right. were so, so many issues going on with him. That's big. Organ, Organizational-wise, that, that it was like nobody said nothing. <clears throat> big. Yeah. I, I, I'm interested in how the rest of the division, how, how you guys are viewing mm. I took a look at the schedule. I would say five wins. Straight up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Pat, I, I definitely agree with you. That, you know, Giants and then Washington are going to be, you know, battling for that that last place. Um, I I just think the experience that the Giants don't have will will hurt them. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. especially against a especially against the tougher teams. Um, I just think with with no preseason, you know, like no preseason games, a whole new coaching staff. I, I have no idea what Joe Judge is about, um, but the coaches that he brought in. Um, so I, you know, have a coach that will let the coordinators do their thing, um, and I and I think he's just gonna kind of put his foot down as far as you know how practice goes how everything should just um, you know as a team you know rules and, you know trying to um, put his stamp in you know as a team like you know I'm the coach but you know the coordinators are going to do their thing um, and, and I think with a young team I with barely any, you know, no preseason games, you know, the amount of practices that they won't have, um, I, I think that's just going to be a negative for for the Giants, but, you know, unfortunately. Okay. Um, so, Jerry, how, how are you looking at the Washington football team? Well, this is the thing. I can, I can, I can make jokes about their name, but I, I can't joke about how they play us each year. I mean, each year it seems to be a game and a dogfight every time we go in there. And now that Riverboat's Ron's there, they've got some more experience at quarterback. I mean, you know, I, I fully expect us to, to to win the games against them, but I know that going in there, I mean, we're not just going to go in there and uh, beat anyone by three or four touchdowns. It just doesn't work like that in our division. I think that's you know why it's kind of um ironic that um it seems like every team in that division plays to um their level of competition so um i'm interested to see how it works out i, I think that the, with, with the coaching move and who knows the team name could be the energy that the, that that franchise needs to get re-energized because you know the redskins have been good for a long time they got a lot of tradition there I mean, you know, so I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't expect them, like I said, to win, um, you know, eight games or, or nine games. But I also feel like this could be a, a year where they get some of their younger players some experience and then watch out next year. You know, so um, that's why I'm kind of hoping that the Eagles strike while the iron's hot. We're kind of in a situation right now where both nope. the Giants and the Redskins are rebuilding but that's not going to last too long, and it never does. And even when those teams are rebuilding, there's just a legitimate hate between the franchises. It's going to make it a game every time. So we'll have to see. True. Yep. Mm-hmm. The- All right. Cool. LG, you want to start it off with Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, America's team, <laughs> aka. I feel, I feel, AKA, we call them the girls. Simply, just the girls. Um, Keep it in a bug. They've got everybody signed. They've got everybody back. 
Dak's mm-hmm. under contract for a year. Zeke just signed. They signed Jalen. They have everybody back. Amari Cooper, the whole nine. They lost Frederick, who was their starting center, who had some major medical issues, and then he decided to retire. That's going to be a big deal because their O line was kind of their claim to fame, more importantly, what they're built on. Uh, they are easily, easily Super Bowl talent. However, you don't know what's going to go wrong between the lines because of the coaching. Now that Garrett's gone, McCarthy's in the mix, that could be different. Like, I, I don't know if he's really... I think he's a better coach than Garrett, I'll say that. But he's not above reproach. Like, he makes mistakes. He couldn't get it done with Aaron Rodgers for quite some time. Um, I feel like there's just this mystique around Dallas. Like, they're supposed to be good. They look good. They walk the part. Like, it just always goes wrong. It always goes wrong. And I kind of love it, to be completely honest. <laughs> I kind of love it. Uh, so... Byron Jones walked, went to Miami, got that, got that, got that cake from the Dolphins. <laughs> um, they lost the center, Frederick. They still have a pretty decent O line. Everything else is intact, man. Like they don't really have an excuse to not at least compete for the division or win the division. But it could happen. I, I, I'm not sure what McCarthy's bringing to the table. How much he's going to change it. Um, I can't see them going less than ten and six. Like, there's no way they should be ten and six, less than ten and six with the talent they have. But who knows where Dak's head is at? Who knows what's going on with the contract shit? Like, how he's acting, how he's gonna be with that happening? It's it's a crapshoot, bro. With the Cowboys, is always a crapshoot. You never know what's what. So. I see them competing for the division title, 11 and 5, 12 and 4, something around there. But fully expected choke when it gets when it gets crunch time. Expect it, it's coming. <laughs> man, did, man, I'm not even a Dallas Cowboys uh, fan, but did y'all see their first round draft pick? And then some to of y'all that. already know what I'm about to say. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hold on, hold on. Uh, what I was about to say was um, they actually they did, had yeah. a pretty good draft. They did. And aside from yeah, uh, who Pat was talking Ooh, about, sooner. Um, uh, who rightfully sh- didn't go oh, for oh, Jerry Judy. Oh, but, oh no. Um, <laughs> but, dude, they, they got yeah. Sean mm. Diggs. And, and then they got Gallimore from uh, Neville, Oklahoma. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. And then they got here's the thing to get to G's point. They got the uh, center mm. from Wisconsin. Like they cleaned up. They didn't. They did mm-hmm. all right. So I'm just interested in the fact that even though his, you know. He's closer. He's closer to the sun, you know, than he is, uh, you know, the beginning of his uh, career. But the uh, departure mm-hmm. rental cop, because until like Dak got on with Amari, because for some reason like Amari Cooper would go it go spells without mm-hmm. him getting the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he'd be. I mean, he had a little safety valve because yep, yep. Witten's gone as well. They're not going to miss him and. Uh, well, no, but Randall Randall Cop. I mean, those those are two safety nets. If you really think about it, two safety nets for that. It's going to be really interesting to see how McCarthy is going to utilize. Um, I'm just interested in like what kind of offense is this going to be? Because this, I mean, maybe to, actually it's better that you don't have an Aaron Rodgers because from what I read. A Rod never ran the plays. McCarthy <laughs> called anyway. But um, I'm just interested in that, man. But Pat, oh, I was saying you got CD Lamb, number two wide receiver on the wide, one number one wide receiver level. So it's it's going to be very interesting. 
And then as as as, as my number one son, who who switched his allegiance to, to the Cowboys based on CD Lamb, and so it's like we're gonna see what he's about, and we shall see. Well, so, uh. Where where did the Cowboys finish? Hmm. I got them at eleven and five. In the conference? Oh, the conference. I they're one or two for or, sure. I mean, that's kind of that's division? kind of a given. They're Dallas. They're gonna choke it. <laughs> they're gonna finish second. They're gonna have if it comes down to week seventeen against the Eagles. To win the conference, they're gonna choke it to their second. That's what the I got. I got them number one. Um, I I think they're gonna win the division. It's their year. The mm-hmm. NFC East is about balance. The winner doesn't always win each year. What? It's back and forth. Well, you said the winner doesn't yep. always or, win. Or, each year. I won't say the winner. I would say the same. The team you expect doesn't win each year. The win. The team you don't expect to win every year doesn't always win. All right, because I was about to say yeah. the winner doesn't win each year. Um, it could be, you know, could be the Giants, could be the Eagles, it could be the Cowboys, and then. My Redskins, who 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 the hell know? Um, Jared, who who won who won the division? So I'm I'm going with the Eagles, and and the reason why I'm going in with the Eagles, I'm just looking at Dallas's roster right now, and it's got to be one of the most loaded rosters that I've seen um, this year. I mean, you just can't really argue with the talent that they have on their roster, but I think that. They have some issues with leadership on that team and drama. Um, I think it starts with Jerry Jones. I mean, Jerry Jones has been absent during all of this social and civil unrest Mm. for, I think, a month and some change. What type of signal are you sending to your players by not either standing against them or standing with them? Everybody's just confused. Everybody's just confused. Then you look at Dak Prescott, also one of the leaders of the team, they brought him back for one year for all intents and purposes. I don't like Dak Prescott. I don't like the Cowboys. But what I can say is Dak has over outperformed his contract. He's owed money by the Dallas Cowboys that they simply do not want to cut the check for. And again, what type of message are you sending to your team by not paying the obvious leader of your franchise franchise money i think some nose tackle the last two nose tackles that signed um the guy from green bay and there was someone else um oh there's the tight end um from from the 49ers i think they were a few million away from from Dak, and their, you know in their overall contract that is just ridiculous for a guy that threw for over five thousand yards last year right so um and there's other things i mean call me crazy and don't get it twisted. I think that Zeke is the most talented running back that this league has. Maybe one of the most talented that I've ever seen. But ever I don't know. I, I don't know. His first three years. Mm. His first three years. His numbers he, are up there. That's what I'm saying. His first three years. But, I'm not on. saying that he is, the, he is the best I've ever seen. But he's definitely is on a, a Hall of Fame pace right now. But... Ever since he signed for all that money, he just ain't really been the same. He ain't toting the rock the same way. He's not finishing runs. He's playing like a running back that has got paid. And this early in your career, you you can't be that type of person. This early in your career, the the check is supposed to make you more hungry. It's not supposed to make you more timid, you know. And I I could be wrong. He could come out this year and rush for 2,000 yards, but I just don't see it. I, I just don't see it. So, so my prediction for the Cowboys, I think they're going to self-implode like they do every year. I every think they're going to play to their level of competition. I think the, the Redskins, excuse me, Team Washington is going to play them tough. 
maybe win a game. <laughs> I think the Giants are going to play them tough, maybe win two games, right? Wow. I just that's, don't really feel that the NFC every year. Yeah, true, true indeed. True indeed. And I want to say, you know, when it comes down to big games, like Gary said, at the end of the season, the ones that define your career, the ones that define contracts, the one that, you know, de defines NFL history, they just do not show up. They just don't show up. So I'm saying, I'm saying eight and eight and nine and seven. That's what I'm saying. Man, look, the NFC is. I, tell me if I'm wrong. The NFC East is the uh, most unpredictable league there is. You never know what it is be, based on our rivalries. That's what I'm holding on to, at least. What say y'all? For sure. I'm going to be honest with you. And yep. this is no disrespect. This, you, got a, you got an inflated view mm. of the NFC East, man. I think I think it's tough within the division, but outside of Philadelphia and Dallas or whatever, nobody is. I mean, it's you. You guys, here's what you guys usually have. You guys usually have one clear tough team and three other ones that, depending <laughs> on the day, you you don't want it with them. But they're not. You're not consistent. You'll have one consistent, really good team, and. And that's the way it's been for a la for the last few years. I I just I don't think here's what happens, man. You guys like like who yep. Eagles won it last yep. year? Yep. Ten and six. Ten and six. And and that's not shabby. I mean that's I mean it's the pros. I, I totally get it. But Dallas's record was nine, nine and seven. seven, I believe. Yep. You see what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everybody's trash in division. What I'm just saying is, like, you guys are tough within that division. But outside of it, I don't think people look at the NFC East like they do for years. Uh, NFC South. Or um, how they look at, the like, the West. NFC West. When you had, when you had like, San, San Fran, um, Seattle, Ram. and um, the Rams. All in Arizona actually ended up winning it. Like, I just I, I'm looking at both of your schedules, the Eagles and Dallas. And like at first, when you know Jerry said what he said, and I was like, man. But I'm looking, I'm looking at the schedule. They they're at Los Angeles. They play Atlanta at home. Seattle in Seattle. Cleveland, New York Giants, Arizona, Washington, then there's Philly, then there's Pittsburgh, then they're at Minnesota, Washington, at Baltimore, at Cincinnati, San Francisco at home, Eagles at home, Giants away. So as much as I was laughing at Jerry, you messed around and get Cleveland yep. on the wrong day. And all it takes is for some, you know, Kyle, Kyle Murray to wake up on Monday Night Football. Throw five go. TDs. There you go. No. And they got to meet. No, no, no. no I was going to say, and, 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 I agree, and I agree to some some extent. We don't put, we don't have the 14 and two guys out there, right? The 13 and threes. We don't have anybody that's going 15 and one no time soon, right? But also, I mean, you got to think. I mean, in 2017, I think the Eagles won I don't know, 12 games, 13 games, something like that. The next year, the Cowboys yeah. came yeah. back and won, I want to say, 11 games, maybe. Um, and then they it followed yeah. up followed up with us at 10 and six. But I think what the difference is, and is is yeah, we don't put up the gaudy numbers in terms of wins and losses. But guess what? You don't want to come to Philly in the playoffs. You don't want to come to Dallas in the playoffs. And you damn sure when the Giants were hot, you didn't want to see them see them at the Meadowlands or you didn't want to see them come to your hometown because it's all about getting hot in the playoffs. And while we don't have the regular season wins, I think that we have the teams that know how to win when we get into the playoffs because of how we play each other. 
I mean, the tried and true formula to win a playoff game is to be able to run the football, right, and play defense. And I think that through all this mediocrity that's been going on throughout our division the past few years, that remains. We still run the ball. We still play defense. That's why we play each other so tough in every game. So, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, would I say that we're as strong as the NFC West? No. What I say is we're as strong as the NFC South? No. But those divisions cannibalize each other. They beat up on each other. Some teams end up being wild card teams are not even making the playoffs because they're not able to get out of their own divisions because there's just so much competition and there's so um, there's so many battles that goes on within those conferences each and every week. So I think that, you know, while we don't have the wins and we don't have the nationwide respect, you know, in the regular season, I think that we do have the respect where it counts, which is in the playoffs. I mean, I think that, you know, I want to say we won a couple of playoff games the last couple of years. I want to say that the Dallas won. I mean, you just don't want to see us in the playoffs. So. Well, I mean, I, I get that. But respectfully, you talk about 2017. And then talk about before then. No. And, and, I, and that's not a diss. All I'm just saying is it's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird division. And and everyone, everyone in that division has a loftier expect, or excuse me, opinion of the division than everyone else. Whether we're wrong, I mean, we, I, we can be wrong on that. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't disagree what you what you said earlier about like, they're you guys are tough in the playoffs. Whoever you guys get, you guys are tough in the playoffs. <laughs> <Except for Dallas. laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but. I'm just saying, like, I just think, you know, I don't know. This is a weird. No, I got you. And, and I was just bringing up 2017 and the years past, just just to give it some some perspective. I mean, I think we were called the NFC least yeah. the last three yeah. years, and I'm just trying to go off of what the games that have already put, been played because we don't know what's going to happen this year, right? But I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be something very exactly. similar. Whereas, you know, we see the, the team Washington rebuilding, we see the Giants rebuilding, so we're probably not going to be on paper a very strong division this season either. But I mean, between Dallas and Philly, whoever makes it out of the division. I think that, you know, we'll have a strong showing in the playoffs. Um, but we'll see. We'll have to see. Like you said, 2017 was a while ago. But, you know, at the same time, I feel like it's probably going to be the same story this season in our division that it has been the past few. We'll see. Ah, it's going to be a good one, man. It's a two-team race for sure. Washington's done. Giants are done. They're all rebuilding. Uh it's down to Eagles and Cowboys for sure. Uh, I got Philly, man. Like, I just feel like, like I said, when it gets down to it, Dallas is going to blow it. That's what they do. I see their offense be second to none with the talent and tools that they have. If they can fix the O-line problem, which their O-line isn't terrible anyways, but they did lose the starting guy. Uh, their defense wasn't fantastic last year. They're gonna suffer some, so that's what's gonna keep them and get gonna keep other teams in games. I like Philly, man. Eleven and five, Dallas ten and six. They both might make the playoffs, though. They could. They both. You think? How it shakes out, they both could make it. All right. Um. And to your point, I mean, with our schedule, I mean, I think I got a bet with somebody about the first eight games. I think that um, we've got a bet on if the Eagles will even be six and two after their first game. That's what I said they're going to be after their first, or, or excuse me, uh, five and um, five and three. Um, but but you're right, we have a tough schedule. But I also think that you know if you look what we did last year, we did more with less. We didn't have any wide receivers out there. Dallas Goddard, who is on his way to being a Pro Bowl tight end is coming back. We've got the best tight end in football, in my opinion. Excuse me, top three. I can't say he's the best, but top three, in my opinion, um, out there as well for security blanket. I think there's going to be matchups, problems, like all over the football field for a lot of teams that we faced. And a lot of these other teams that we faced, you know, the Seattles and some of those other guys that's in our first eight games or in our schedule in general, 
they haven't seen us at full strength. So it's going to be interesting. You know, like Gary said, I'm, I'm thinking 10 and 6, 11 and 5, but, you know, Dallas, just because they know how to stockpile talent, it's hard to say that they won't be there right at the end as well. So, right, right. It's going to be interesting to say the least. For sure. Post show. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, you guys both have interesting runs um, on the schedule because they um, they hit a nice little run with you know the Rams, Falcons, Seattle, the Browns, Giants, Arizona. They get and then Washington. So they it shapes up really nice for them. But then they hit Philly, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Then they get Washington. Then they get Baltimore. Then they get Cincy. Then they get San Fran. Then Philly again, then the Giants. Whereas you guys, uh, Jerry, you guys start off Washington. You guys go with the Rams, Bengals, Niners, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. You hit New York. You hit Dallas. Then you hit New York. Then you get Cleveland. Then you get Seattle. Then you get Green Bay. You get New Orleans. You get Arizona. Then you get Dallas. You get Washington. So you guys both got right. these little runs where it's like. But um, I I'll say this: if Went if Wentz stays healthy, you guys want to yeah yeah. I see that. Period. If he stays healthy, hasn't shown you can do that. But if he finishes the year, I think you guys will be you guys will be you guys will be yeah. good. If he doesn't, I'm gonna go Dallas. No, I agree. No, 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 no. To your point, now, if Carson Wentz gets hurt, <laughs> let me just back up on all the comments that I said before because there's really not much behind it. We've got a rookie, <laughs> we got a rookie um, quarterback from Oklahoma. I can't call his name out at the moment, but I think that he's going to play a lot more this season than you're going to think because he's going to be our gimmick guy. He's going to be the same guy that um, the kid at in New Orleans is they're going to bring him in at wide receiver and running back and have him playing all over the field. But um, without Carson Wentz, none of this works. He is our leader. He is our franchise quarterback. He is the guy that makes this whole thing work. Right. Um, but if going back to the schedule, there's a lot of teams on our schedule that I don't think are going to be the same team next year that they, this year that they were last year, you know, like the Rams. I, mean, yep. I think the, the Rams may not be the same guys that we saw before. Pittsburgh, who knows what Roethlisberger is going to look like underneath the center um, for his 40th year, you know? Seems like he's been <laughs> playing for Pittsburgh forever. So there's a lot of games out there that look tough on paper, but, you know, that's why we play the games. I mean, I, I have more confidence in the roster that we have now than those other two teams that I said just because they've been together and I know that if Carson Wentz has some talent around him, we can win some games, you know, point blank period. So we'll have to see. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, so, yo, that that uh, that pretty much uh, wraps it up. Um, I want to go ahead and uh, – well, G, you got anything else? Uh, no, man. I think – we did a good thing. I wish we could have got sales in the call, but you know, other than that, I think we covered everything pretty well. We're on to what AFC North next. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, this yeah, week coming up. Cool. Cool. All right. Hey, um, Hype Williams, Spike Lee Jr. Hey, bro. We got we got to get you back on because. I kind of want to holler at you about some uh, just I just want to just holler at you about like that whole uh, video and music shoots and all that other stuff because I think it'd be a pretty interesting topic but, uh, oh no let me know thanks for having me today bro and, and, and I got tons of stories if you want me to get on here and ramble <laughs> on about all the crazy things that I've seen all the, the stuff that you couldn't believe would come out of some people's mouth they would do I got plenty of ammunition for that so whenever you're ready man just let me know Oh, bruh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh, so, hey, thanks again for y'all tuning in. And I want to say again, appreciate for the commission for coming out. 
Patrick, uh, Prince of Zamunda, uh, the, the Ghanaian Prince, and Jerry Hype Williams Spike Lee yes. Jr. And uh, as as usual, a Hollywood Zone two two seven Calvin. <laughs> All right, man. This is the Back Channel Podcast. We are real cats talking about real things in real time, and we are out. <laughs>